for, from a player's perspective, is it challenging to try to normalize dealing with COVID and players going off and on and not knowing who's going to be playing and also worried about your and your family's health? I mean, I, I feel like all of us are trying to just normalize it in our minds because we have to and try to get through it. But I just want to know from a player's perspective, do you ever really get used to it? Do you have to? Yeah, uh, I think I think in football, you you know, you're taught from a very young age, you know, no excuses, next man up, and that's just the mentality. Uh, but it is affecting people, and this last two years, obviously, we know, and with so many things changing week to week, CDC guidelines, different strands, it, it, it's it's impossible to say it's not affecting teams differently. And you know, we've had a whole bunch of guys go on the COVID list, like every other team has, and. You know, when you go into a game plan, uh, for instance, without Julian Love right now, that changes a lot of guys' roles. When you go into a game plan without a quarterback or a running back as late as Friday, you know, our, our safety coach, Jeremy Pruitt, goes on the list. So now we don't have our normal meetings with that. So it's, it's far from normal. These last two years have definitely been far from normal. Right now, it's as crazy different from normal as possible. Um, you see teams out there without quarterbacks. You see teams out there without skilled players, teams out there without O-line. And it's just you make the most of it because if you don't play, you don't get paid. So it's a pretty, pretty tough position for anybody. And it's a tough position as a player because you really don't have good options. You just got to make, make do with what you got best and everyone's dealing with it. But I wouldn't call it normal. I can't say you're prepared for it. You just kind of you kind of deal with the times we're in until we get a hold of it as a as a as a world. Uh, this pandemic. Tom Rock, who's coming? Logan, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation before in your career with uh, you know being mathematically eliminated, still still games to play. Uh, you know, how do how do you handle that? How do you how do you move forward with this? And, and how do you how do you communicate to the younger guys on how, how to do that? Yeah, I've never been. Fortunately, I've never been in this position. I, I don't want to be. I don't like this position. It's been very frustrating. It's been a tough year, obviously, for all of us, uh, myself included. But it's about habits, man. It's about habits. I believe that. Championship teams or winning teams or competitive teams, you know, it's it's kind of there's only one way to do it. There's only one way to play the game, only one way to practice the game. And regardless of time, score, or mathematical playoff uh, implications, you still got to play. You still should play the game the right way. And hopefully, I symbolize that. Um, and obviously, in, in times like these, when you want to feel sorry for yourself, you want to feel down and out. I understand that. The position I put myself in in this league, and as a father who's raising a young boy and a young girl, uh, regardless how the season may go for them, or you still it's all about how you finish, and it's still about uh, competing, snapping and snap out. And hopefully, I can, uh, you know, I realize I play for more than myself, and I symbolize more for myself. So I still go out there and try to make, you know, my family proud, and and uh, people, everyone, everyone who buys a ticket, I still try to prepare and, and compete my best and give them some entertainment. And I think we need more of that. I think we need that. And that's what's going to have to be going forward. All right, Dunleavy. Hey, Logan, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Uh, we know how you feel about Pat Graham. I'm curious, what do you think of the job Jerome Henderson has done this year? It seems like you guys have guys coming in and out of your secondary every uh Every game, it seems like mix and match. What do you think of the job Jerome has done as a coach? 
I think Jerome's. I think Jerome's done. You know, I think Jerome's done a great job. I think he's done a good job. I don't think anybody, honestly, is going to say they did. You know, felt like you know everything went their way this year. It obviously hasn't. But Jerome's done the most of what we got. I think Jerome does a good job as a former player and a coach um, to put us in position to make plays, switch our game plan week in and week out with the matchup, who's Bradbury's matching, what position am I going to play, what position is Love going to play, how can we get Zay around the ball. I think he does a good job of trying to feed everybody that, that way. But I think, you know, Jerome does a great job of we have some veteran players in our secondary, myself included, and I think he allows me to speak um, when I when I have something to say, or he allows input from us who've played the game, himself being a former player, he kind of he, he's not a dictator in that room. He allows the players to have input, and I think it allows us to feel like we're heard and allows us to play hard because we know our coach is on the same um, same page as us. So I have a ton of respect for Jerome, and um, like I said, we've all been going through stuff. Jerome's been going through stuff off the field with his family, and I think he's able to show up to work every day and give his best effort. I appreciate you, Jordan, putting your camera on. I like to see you guys' face, so that's, that's good. Uh, I appreciate that, I had that, to pull buddy. over to the side of the road first. Uh, you we'll know. take one last one with Jordan. Um, I'm curious. I mean, fans are upset. They're angry. You know, they're, they're disappointed in, in the season and in really the last few years. I'm wondering how much you uh, and the players in general realize it, know, hear it, or talk about it even at all. No, no, we realize it, and it's just not okay. Um, their reaction is okay. What the product isn't okay right now, and I take that to heart as a leader on this team. I haven't felt like um, you know the preparation and the work has always generated to the results on the field, and I understand that. And I and I take you know my share of ownership on that. Um, I just try to symbolize the way to play and how I play and control what I can control. I can't control the positions I'm putting on the field. I can't control the score all the time, but I just try to play every snap hard, especially last game, finishing you know that game off and, and stuff like that. But no, I understand that. We have a great fan base, a ton of tradition. It's a privilege to play here. I played in a franchise in Tennessee where the fan base was non-existent. Like you couldn't even get fans to the games. You had to, you know, have to put tickets half off to get fans to the games. So I, 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 I understand the tradition of this area, the history of the NFC East, what these rivalries mean with Philly and Dallas. And uh, the Washington football team, it means a lot. I mean, it's what people talk about day in and day out. So I'm here to, to be part of that change. I'm here to demand better. I'm here to play better. And I'm here to hopefully going forward um, start bringing some of that championship and playoff uh, habits to the team because I believe you need to have that before you actually make that. So I'm trying to be a part of the solution the best I can. I take it very seriously. And I hear what the fans are saying. I understand the frustration. And and I'm equally as frustrated, so I'm going to try my best to finish this year off right and, and go into next season and look for changes.